welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Hello, Thriver. And thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope and pray your 2022 has gotten off to a wonderful start. But a welcome to season three of Real People, Real Talk, the podcast ministry that takes you from surviving to thriving spiritually, relationally, and mentally. And so here's a major update for the podcast. This season, season three, this year, I will be publishing one new episode every other week. And so I believe in quality over quantity. So as of now, this is the plan moving forward. One new episode every other week, meaning the next episode will air February the 2nd. But now let's get to the content at hand. This episode is geared to help you to thrive in your walk with the Lord. Now, as you have entered into this new year of 2022, you may have already set your New Year's resolutions or you are setting goals during this month, during this time. So I wanted to use this first episode to put in place or to help you to put in place a strong spiritual foundation for a blessed 2022. The title of this episode is Your Spiritual To-Do List. I'm going to give you four ways to build a strong spiritual foundation. So let's begin in God's word. Our text for today is Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47, and it reads, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayers. And all came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. Verse 45, And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need and day by day attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes. They received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day to those that were being saved. Right there in verse 42, the third word we see devoted. What does it mean to be devoted? That means to give all of your time and your resources. Now, let's go deeper. What does it look like to be devoted to the Lord? Right now, I want to give you several questions to ponder upon and to reflect. Number one, I want you to ask yourself, am I really devoted to God? The second thing I want you to ask yourself and to think about is this. Is God really first place in my life? And then you can flesh that question out in these specific areas. Is God really first place in my relationships, in my money, in my time, in my decision making? Because now we got to remember that the purpose of this episode, I really want to help you to build a strong spiritual foundation so we can have a blessed 2022. And it all starts with the Lord. Now, what would it look like to really be devoted to God and to put him first in everything? And lastly, 
How would your life transform for the better if we was really devoted to the Lord? Now, the answer to these questions is in the text, right? Just maybe, as we saw this in the passage, we will see more signs and more wonders and miracles in our lives. Another thing that we see as we devote ourselves is joy. We saw in the passage where Sarah, they receive their food with gladness and with generous hearts. And then it goes on to say, we'll see God's favor, favor with all people to be exact. And nothing compares to the favor of God on your life. And the main thing that we see as a result of God's people being devoted to him, devoted to the apostles teaching, devoted to fellowship, devoted to the breaking of bread and devoted to prayers. We see that more people came to know the Lord. That phrase we see in this passage was this. And the Lord added to their number day by day, those who were being saved. And so this scripture is going to serve as an undergird and a foundation to this episode, your spiritual to-do list Four items. Number one, in order to have a strong foundation to this year, you must connect with God through his word. Now, if you want to hear from God, all you have to do is open up the Bible because he has already spoken. He is speaking and he continues to speak to us every day through his word. Now, more than ever, there's literally no excuse not to be in God's word. The time that we live in now, we have. The majority of us have the availability and accessibility, multiple translations on the printed copy of God's word, the Internet, the Bible app. I mean, you can literally press play and you can hear God's word. The majority of us are without excuse. Now, in order to know God intimately, you must know God's word intimately. I want to encourage you. It's one of my favorite phrases when it comes to Bible study. I want to encourage you to get into God's word until it gets into you. Now, God's word is essential to the life of the believer because it provides wisdom. It provides guidance for everyday living and the answers to all of the problems in life. We just got to dig into it. God's word will help us with our struggles. Um, my mom would say it like this, like whatever you are struggling with, put the word on it. For example, if you're struggling with lust or you're struggling with pride or or doubt, just to name a few, you can utilize a Bible concordance and you can see what God's word has to say about those issues. Or you can use our dear friend Google and say, what does God's word has to say about whatever subject? And then another um, website that I like to use is GodQuestions.org as I just take a deeper look into studying God's word. Now, I want to give you some scripture about scripture. And it says in Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. The Bible is the only book where you can read and study over and over for an entire lifetime and still learn something new each time you read it. For example, I've probably read Psalms 23 hundreds of times. 
But as I read it, continue to read it, God just shows me something different each time. God's word is alive. So as it relates to God's word, as it relates to the Bible, one of my favorite acronyms for the Bible is it's basic instructions before leaving earth because one day we're going to leave this earth and we, we, we want to be in heaven. So these are the instructions while we are here on earth. So as it relates to God's word, I want you to, to hear it. And that's with sermons, podcasts, YouTube. Um, I want you to, to read it. I want you to study it, to memorize it, and to meditate on it. And then most importantly, I want you to obey it. And also as it relates to hearing it, once again, with the Bible app, you can go to your favorite passage of scripture, your favorite book, and just press play and listen to God's word as you do your chores or as you make your commute. Do whatever it takes to connect to God by getting into his word. Amen. Another passage of scripture is second Timothy chapter three, verses 16 through 17. And it says all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting and training in righteousness. So that the servant of God may be thorough equipped for every good work. Man, God's word is useful for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness. And as we get into God's word and we study the Bible and see what God has already said, it's going to equip us for every good work. There are some good works that God wants to do through you in this year, but you must connect to his word. Amen. And so a practical point here, get on a reading plan. You can use the Bible app. They have a plethora of Bible reading plans. Um, the one that I did last year in 2021, I read through the Bible in a year chronologically. And y'all, that was my favorite goal that I accomplished. The thing that I'm most proud of that I read through God's word, read through the entire Bible cover to cover in a year. And y'all, it's not just about reading God's word. As I mentioned earlier, we got to obey it and apply it to our lives. And so they have Bible plans about anxiety, about relationships, about finances, and so much more. Um, their reading plans come in various length. If you want to do one for a week, uh, for 30 days, etc. I mean, choose what's best for you, but I want you to choose a reading plan today if you're not already on one so you can get into God's word on a consistent and systematic way. All right. So I'm currently doing the essential Jesus and it's a hundred days long with selected passages that point to Jesus specifically. And I'm doing this with the church that I work at champion forest Baptist church. All right. So connect to God by connecting to his word. Number two, connect with God through prayer. Now, I've already devoted two full episodes to the topic of prayer already and the title to those episodes. And I'm going to leave the link in the show notes. The first one was prayer still works. And then the second episode I did on it was titled the priority, the privilege and the power of prayer. That was a sermon right there. So that was a good one. So I want to keep it brief on this one since I already did those two episodes, and I would encourage you to take a listen to those if you haven't already. So prayer is our vehicle for communicating with Father God. Jesus prayed, and Jesus tells us to pray. That's the rationale behind why prayer is so essential to the life of the believer. Prayer is expected. We see this in Matthew chapter 6 where we see the phrase, and when you pray, it doesn't say if you pray. So in other words, prayer is expected in the life of the believer. In prayer, y'all, we can vent 
We can talk to the Lord about anything and everything. We can share our burdens with the Lord. And y'all, I'm going to be honest with you. Like prayer is therapeutic. Like I'm taking my burdens to the Lord and dropping it off with him. Of course, other besides that, other aspects of prayer, of course, are going to be a time of a worship, a time of silence, a time of petition where I'm asking God for my wants and my needs. And also a time of intercession where I'm praying for others, a time where, of praise. where I'm just telling God, thank you and just loving on him. It's in prayer that our hearts align with the heart of God. It's in prayer that our will becomes his will. It's it's prayer that helps us to stay connected and to stay close to the Father. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, to pray without ceasing. In other words, we must be intentional and to cultivate a lifestyle of consistent prayer. Romans 12, 12 says to be joyful in hope, Patient in affliction and faithful in prayer. And I want to encourage you, my brother. I want to encourage you, my sister, to be faithful in prayer. So the main thing is this. To set a time and to set a place for you to meet with God. That's the most important meeting you can have throughout the day, personally or work related. That's the most important meeting to meet with God. And then spending time in the word, as you can see, it's all connected Spending time in the word, spending time in prayer, spending time in the worship. And you must be intentional because failing to plan is planning to fail. So here are a few of my favorite quotes on prayer. Billy Graham said this. True prayer is a way of life, not just for use in cases of emergencies, but make it a habit. And when the need arises, you will be in practice. Beth Moore said this. There are parts of our calling, works of the Holy Spirit and defeats of darkness that will come no other way than through furious, fervent, faith-filled, unceasing prayer. That's powerful. And the last one by Corey Ten Boom. Is prayer your steering wheel or is it your spare tire? What a metaphor. What a picture. In other words... Is it our spare tire where, you know, if something goes wrong, oh, I, I probably should pray or kind of like use it as a last minute resort? Or is it the steering wheel? Like everything that we do is filtered through prayer. All right. So, number three, connect with God's people. We need each other. We're talking about fellowship as we saw that in our main passage. They devoted themselves to fellowship and to the breaking of bread. Now, the basic definition of Christian fellowship is that it's an act of meeting with those who are converted and who possess the same general beliefs. We need to be around other people that will point us to Christ, that will spur us on to good works. Because doing life with others and having community is so essential to the life of the believer. We need to connect with God's people and we need each other so we can live out the one another quote unquote passages found in scripture. For example, Colossians three 16 says to teach one another. First Thessalonians four 18 says to comfort one another. First Thessalonians five 11 says to encourage one another. And a few more goes on to say this stir up, one another to love and to good works. Another one says, employ the gifts that God has given us for the benefit of one another. 
In James 5.16, it tells us to pray for one another and to confess your faults to one another. Now, such regular fellowship meetings are essential in the believer's spiritual growth and development. So connecting, we connect with one another so we can worship together. We can pray together. We can study God's word together. We can serve together. We can evangelize and share the gospel together. We need this connection. We need other people in our lives that will hold us accountable to God's word. We need other people in our life that's going to push us forward in the will of God and to push us and to encourage us and to exhort us to answer God's call in our life in a faithful manner. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 10, 23 through 25, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another all the more as the day draw near. Long story short, go to church, y'all. Amen. So quick recap, number one, connect with God through his word. Number two, connect with God through prayer. Number three, connect to God's people. Number four, we have connecting to the will of God. And these are four ways where you can build a strong spiritual foundation so you can have a blessed 2022. So let's get it. Number four, the last one is this, connecting to the will of God. And I'm referring to fulfilling the Great Commission and sharing the gospel. Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. And it says, and Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, even to the end of age. That that whole passage is good enough for its own sermon and for its own episode. But I'm going to try to contain myself, amen. So Jesus' last words should be your first Priority, amen. If that was the last thing that he said to his disciples, we should find ourselves doing that. We need to be intentional in sharing the gospel with others, leveraging our relationships and our conversations to point others to Jesus Christ. Practically speaking, we should pray for those that we know that are lost and don't know Jesus. In your prayer time, ask God for the wisdom and ask him for the courage to have those conversations with them. And as you can see, all of this is connected. Like in order to share the gospel, you got to know the gospel. (laughs) You got to know and memorize the word of God so you can share it with others. Now, I want to encourage you to be intentional in taking conversations vertical. In other words, as you're going about your day and you have the conversations and you may encounter somebody that don't know the Lord and you know them or you don't know them, but Somehow, some way, turn the conversation vertical. Now, if you want to talk about football, you want to talk about sports, or you want to talk about the weather, all of that is cool. But at some point, I mean, let the Holy Spirit lead you just to turn that conversation vertical. And a couple of questions you can ask, hey, man, where are you going to church at? Or how are you and the Lord doing? Or do you know the Lord? And so the, the, the Lord will lead you. As you are being faithful and you are being intentional, God's Holy Spirit will lead you as you have these conversations. Now, I want to encourage you not to neglect this call because this is a call for every believer sharing the gospel with those that we encounter. 
Now, as you're doing this, I want to say this, that this may relieve some of the pressure. Your job isn't to save anybody. Your job is to simply introduce them to the Savior, share the gospel, share the scripture, and leave the results up to the Holy Spirit. Because you may not always see a person come to faith um, every time that you share the gospel. But your job is to plant those gospel seeds. Be faithful. Be obedient in sharing Christ with others and trust him for the ultimate results. Amen. So a practical point here, I want to encourage you to download the app called Life on Mission. That's what our church uses. And it's a a visual tool. It's an aid that will help you to share the gospel. So download that. Check that out. And I want to leave you with the question on this specific point. Who's going to be in heaven because of you? No pressure, but a little bit. Who's going to be in heaven because of you? Now we know only God does the saving, and we're going to leave the results in his hands. But what efforts are you making to populate heaven? So there we have it. And that's going to do it for today. As always, and I mean this sincerely, thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you heard today, I want to encourage you to share this episode with a few friends. So friendly reminder, the next episode would air in two weeks on February the 2nd. So I'm praying and hoping you have a very blessed 2022 and God bless.